Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. One second. I will give myself 3 seconds to breathe today. Every day. Just start small. And if you're really tired, start smaller, but start and do it every day. Pain is not normal, ever. <laughs> so you have to 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 understand your body and and stop with the normal because norm there's no such thing, you know. You mm-hmm. have symptoms, and when you have pain and comfort, it's your body saying to you, "I'm uncomfortable." Even when you have anxiety, is your body talking? Anxiety is not a disease; it's a symptom. It's your body telling you, "I'm not comfortable with something." So find right. out what it is. You right. have to find out because it's talking to you. Don't suppress it. Interest, get interest in yourself. So every shower, you would say to yourself, "I'm envisioning the anxiety washing going away, away. Me, washing yeah. out, going down the drain." And then you're not just mindlessly showering, you're creating no. this ritual around the showering. And your brain will connect it. So then it won't even be it, it yes. at some point it isn't uh I I'm stepping into the shower, I need to envision this. It will just no, it will into place. Yes, it it will be a habit, a good one, a meaningful one. It's not and it's not just wasting your time. Hi, I'm Dr. Amy Robbins, and welcome to Life, Death, and the Space Between. Rituals are something that are so important in our lives and something that I can be good at for a period of time, and then it sort of falls off for a period of time. So I'm very, very excited for my conversation today from across the pond with Tamara Costello. She is a specialist in traditional Chinese medicine and the CEO of Tamara Costello Clinic in both Lisbon and Porto. At her clinic, she treats sleep disorders, thyroid disorders, intestinal disease, anxiety, migraines, hormonal problems, really looking holistically at how to heal. And her new book, The Power of Rituals, walks readers through how to determine their biotype 
which is important. And then based on that, to create a personal plan around your biotype so you know what rituals will best serve you. Welcome, Tamara. Yeah, thank you for this presentation. I'm really happy to be here and talk to you. So does it make more sense to start with uh, what is a ritual or your biotype? I kind of went back yeah, and forth in terms of thinking could, about okay, where, so to, where to begin with this. I think it's important to establish what is a ritual because um, I think ritual has uh, has a, um, a vibration of something esoterical where, where it's not. It's just a, a habit that you do with conscience. I think it's just to be present at the moment. It's not something uh, religious or something like that. It's just you're doing an act and you're making it count. You're not in zombie mode. Um, that's what I meant oh, when I said yeah. ritual, you know? So something that you're really connected with, uh, which is the most important thing in the world because time is a commodity and a high value one. And then uh, you have to be pretty sure that you make the most of your time. And to be able to do that, if you are connected with every single thing you do, um, the time is stretched a bit and <laughs> you have more time uh, other than you're just doing ch chores after chores and everything is is running and like a train with non-stopping non and then you reach the end of the day tired and you have no idea what you had for lunch um, and ritual is just that is just picking up things you do every day with your habits and make it special or make it meaningful um, during the day uh, to put your mind at ease, to put yourself in your center and to be able to appreciate the time you have, which is important. And why, why do you feel like ritual in a purposeful way is so important to our mental health? Because it connects you. And I think and I see in my practice that people are disconnected and disconnection of yourself and the, the, the goals of your life and your motivation, intrinsical motivation, motivation is really important for you to pursue um, a life with meaning for you. Um, and when you are completely disconnected from yourself, you don't know what makes you vibrate, which is so difficult in these days because everything is crazy. Everything is crazy and hard at our in our community and our lives at this point. And um, if you are not completely aware and in center with yourselves and with yourself and what do you want from from your life, in terms of what do I want to feel today, what is my goal, um, what do I want to achieve? Not in the perspective of money, which is important, of course, but in the perspective of my life. Uh, my 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 feelings, my inner self, which is so very important for us to keep to keep uh, to keep connected with um with our idea of happiness, which is so very important because uh, sometimes I ask my patients, okay, so what do you like to do? And they look at me, uh -huh. and I said, okay, uh, without anybody else, just yourself. And normally they don't know. It's not because they don't like to be alone. It's just that they're they're not being able to to be alone for a very long time, and they don't know well, what to do. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's always difficult. amazing to me. Yeah, because I I ask that question as well. What usually when I do an intake is like, what are your favorite hobbies? What do you do mm -hmm. for fun? 
And I think that often takes people a little off. It catches them a little bit off guard because I oh, think yeah. they're, they're like, wait, why is this, this doctor asking me what I like to do for fun? How does that play in here? And we've gotten so far away from just being curious and connected and playful and joyful in our lives that we don't even know what, like, what's a hobby other than yeah. work. Work is not a hobby. <laughs> yeah, but they say to me normally, oh, but I love my work. And I said, my God, let, let me start over again. <laughs> a hobby is something that you do for fun. Oh, but I have fun in my work. It's mm -hmm. just crazy. But yeah, I think, you know, it's good that you love your work, I always say. But you have to, it has to be something more. You have to find something more to connect yourself because your brain is so huge you have a lot of connections to make mm -hmm. uh, and the work is beautiful and relationships are beautiful but you have more with yourself to understand what really makes you resonate and laugh and and go crazy and be happy because i think we even even in hobbies we are just doing what everybody else is doing and not trying to understand what we like for a hobby so where do habits and rituals what are the similarities and what are really the differences between okay, them? So 45% of our time is doing things, washing, cleaning, taking a shower, brushing vacuuming, the teeth, vacuuming, everything. Driving. So, Let me see all the things that 45% of our time is completely drowned in things that we have to do and habits because you wake up, you put your bed in the, in the way you brush your teeth, you eat and everybody is doing like this. It's a, a good routine, but it's a routine anyway. So, um, the, the thing and the goal for me is to change some of those habits and that time because 45% is a lot of time. <laughs> so almost half of the time that you are awake um, and you have to do something meaningful with that. So a habit is something that you do without thinking. It's like you're brushing your teeth and you're thinking about whatever and your brain is completely loose like crazy. And it's a uh, ritual is that you're brushing your teeth because the time is the same. You have to brush your teeth. God, I think God. <laughs> that hopefully, hopefully who, that's one yeah, of your habits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're brushing your teeth and you're just thinking about, uh, I always say to my patients, think about a goal that you want for yourself. And every time you brush your teeth, hopefully three times a day, um, minimum, you're thinking about that goal. It can be a small thing. But your brain is not loose. You're just focusing on something. And this is amazing because it will regulate your cortisol levels because you're focused on something good. So you're just focusing and bringing goodness into your daily time. And you're stopping with meaningful. You're just not wondering. It's not because when you're wondering, when your brain is like going crazy, it's like scroll on Instagram. It's the mm -hmm. same. You're just doing like that and it's really important to to keep it focused it's a an organ and it's a difficult organ but you if you put it to work for yourself it's amazing what you can do and you just stop start with simple things like so you're this. not even saying start all new rituals you're saying no. turn turn your current habits into rituals yes yes because the, the, you're you're already you're already losing time so just make it count. It's just, you don't have to add anything to your routine. 
is just taking what you got and change it. Like you're showering and every time I shower, I will think about the way that I'm going to eat for people who have binge eating. Mm. And then imagine yourself with a good nutrition and putting yourself, whatever you want. It's, it's free. You just have to define what you want. You have to make decisions about your goal. And this will make you think about yourself and what is really meaningful for you. It's really important. And then you pick three and then you repeat. One for showering, one for brushing your teeth, and one from when you are waking up in the morning. One for the t- time on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Letting go of all the bad things. <laughs> right, right. Letting all of it Letting out go. in any way. Okay, so you pick three things. So it would be like when I'm brushing my teeth, I'm going to focus on um, not what I'm making for dinner. No, please. <laughs> I'm going to focus something on... Something more, more meaningful, please. Got it. Okay, so like... Can, working on creating the course that I have envisioned. Yes. yes. Okay. And every I'd, time you brush your teeth, you bring that subject. One subject for each each thing, please. Otherwise, it gets confused. Right. Right. So brushing teeth equals thinking about course. Yeah. Creation. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. then, how does my whole day not end up feeling like work stuff? No, it's not work if it's meaningful for you. Okay, so it could be connected to work. Or not. Or not. It can be only the feeling. I don't want to feel anxious anymore. Imagine that. And every time I shower, I think, I tell my brain, I don't want to feel anxious anymore. Anxiety is not good for me. So please let us settle a bit. Okay. I don't want to feel, and if if you do that, your brain will do what you want <laughs> actually you just have to mean it and it's like brainwash reverse right. right. <laughs> no it works so, so every so every um shower you would say to yourself i'm envisioning the anxiety washing going away me, washing yeah. out going down the drain going yeah. down the drain and then you're not just mindlessly showering you're creating no. this ritual around the showering and your brain will connect it. So then it won't even be, it, it, yes. at some point it isn't, uh, I, I'm stepping into the shower, I need to envision this. It will just no, click it's, into it's, place. Yeah, it's, it, it will be a habit, a good one, a meaningful one. It's not, and it's not just wasting your time. Because showering is so good. It's like a blessing. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Showering, it's amazing. If you just, it's so relaxing and so... Oh, Mm-hmm. It's so good for relaxing. And we, we normally, we are showering and thinking about 20,000 stupidities at the same time. Right, right. And you just have to, and then you don't have time for anything and you're anxious and you're out of, out of your center and you're yelling and you have, you know, why, you know, it's just showering and make yourself count. Normally two showers a day will be perfect. One in the morning to put yourself together and one in the afternoon to put yourself together to sleep. Mm. Just to, it's like a closure time. Mm-hmm. It's a moment then you step out of your stress and step in yourself. And this is, this is something that you have to repeat during the day because it's so easy to get lost mm-hmm. because you have so much thing going on. 
And you have to have times and moments and pauses and rituals that make you, what is my aim for today? What do I want to feel? Why am I doing this? Right, right. You have to find meaning, even in small things. Mm -hmm. Why am I doing this? Why is this important to me? Why am I wasting my energy on this? And it's not supposed to be something complicated. It's just something simple, simple things. And and so the rituals become a way to open the day and a way to close the day really purposefully. Yeah. And during the day, um, I, I, I love rituals in the middle of the day, like one minute, just breathing. It makes you pause. And when you pause, your brain release. And then you think better. Your creativity is better. Your anxiety is lower. Your cortisol is lower. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. And you have more space in your mm-hmm. brain. Mm-hmm. You don't have all the thoughts mm, twisted and turning. You just have, or, you have order, which is so very important to think in a good way. And to be a better person for yourself and for others. So let's let's shift here to talking about our biotypes and yeah. how biotypes. <laughs> what are biotypes, and then okay, so, how okay. do we use them? Okay, yeah, you have to use them. It's important to use them. I like to use everything. I'm very practical. Um, and so biotypes. Um, Ayurvedica medicine is the first medicine, and um, in the with the Chinese medicine and everything and you have it's a structure of medicine which is very interesting because um they they don't they don't have uh they don't don't use to have the, the medical terms that we have these days but um they they can observe the nature and they can understand the impact of fall in the in people and the the impact of our surroundings in our health and mind and, and body. Um, and then they started to realize that um, when normally when people have uh, constipation, they have problems in the lymphatic system, they have a, a trouble of sleeping, they have so they, they started to reunite a lot of symptoms um, and they started to divide them in three biotypes. It's like, um, normally it will be something like epigenetics, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but in that moment, 5,000 years ago, we don't have that concept, but it's the same thing. So basically you, you know that some symptoms are connected one with, with the other and you have three major groups. And then when you see and when you can understand your metabolism, with this, the help of these three groups, you understand normally the people are one and a half. They are one and a bit of other. 
um, and when you find you, and you understand your metabolism because we are different, but we are the same. Mm-hmm. Actually, <laughs> the same. We function pretty much alike, right. and they can right. they can separate in three big groups, and then you you know people. Everybody knows somebody who eats a lot and is super skinny and you see somebody who doesn't eat a lot and it's not so skinny. And um, it's like you can, you, if you think about it, you can understand a lot of difference between people doing the same thing with different results. And this is biotypes. And when you understand your metabolism, mental, both mental and physical, of course, because they are connected, you can totally understand the way you function and the types of food you need and the type of ritual that you need so you can manifest a a better metabolism and actually help your body with these weaknesses. And this is how biotypes work. And and it's crazy because I have, uh, in my book, I have um, a simple uh, resume to understand which type of biotype it's yours and it's super record and people are oh my god i have this 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 yes of course it's not voodoo it's just five thousand years of observations right, <laughs> just, right yeah and it will help you with everything because you understand your metabolism you understand the way you think and you understand the way you behave which is comforting in a way because you're just not crazy which is important and you see our, your symptoms um, not only mental but physical all together in the in the in the row which is so important for you to understand yourself and to give yourself what you need to function better so what are what are the different rituals that are assigned to the different biotypes and w- why did you find that those are the rituals that make sense with that biotype oh i study a lot. <laughs> I'm a bit of obsessed with study. Um, actually, I do oncology. That's my main main. I do autoimmune disease, and I have a master on oncology, integrative oncology. So I do cancer most of my day. Um, mm. And uh, for me, rituals uh, with the biotypes can, c- came with a pattern of the mind because each biotype have has a completely well defined pattern. So when you have that pattern, you can connect the ritual which will help that pattern. I will give you an example. Um, people who have a lot of anxiety of getting things done, you know, people would want to have the email box always cleared out and everything, yeah, and feel better when they are doing things. So this type of people, it's, it's in a biotype. It's perfectly clear <laughs> and, and normally that kind of people have problems with the bowels and problems with the stomach and uh so you can and then you can see all of the diseases um right which and are in psychology we would call that like freud would say you're anal retentive right yes so, of course <laughs> so there's the I, love interest- freud. I do i do psychoanalysis for 20 years i'm obsessed with it yeah wow yeah that's like unheard of in this oh, day yeah. and age and and it's it's yeah it's i love it i, I just i adore it i adore it i adore it personally <laughs> i, yeah, I mean it. that that's fantastic to hear because i feel like in a lot of ways it's a dying it's a dying kind oh. of arm of psychology because yeah, everybody's like well but it's not evidence-based and we can't like measure it as as I don't, perfectly I don't, as we can yeah. cognitive behavioral or i don't i hate i hate that that type of, of i hate it because for me it works when you understand you work your brain is if you understand your behavior your life will be so much simpler 
Mm-hmm. And you have to understand it by observing it. Yeah, I, I don't. I can, I cannot understand anything if I'm not looking at it in well, a straight I, and plain way. Right, and I often feel. I know we're digressing a little bit here, but I it's think okay. it's important. Uh, yeah. I often feel like so much of all of these other modalities of treatment really are tied back to to that. It's just as as my consultant says. It's just different. What did he say? It's just different. Um, same yes. wine, different bottle. Same wine, yes. different bottle. <laughs> and that's you know, what it for feels me, like to me. Yeah, but it, it's it's all in our childhood, a lot of it. And you can run from it, you can coach it, you can do whatever you want, but it's the same. (laughs) And your disease as well, because you're part of your wounds and part of your fathers and mothers and part of your genetics. And it's all connected, even if you don't like it. It's just the way it is. And I've been 16 years of practice and I I see it every single day of my life. So... It's not evidence-based. Oh, my God. So, you know what? Clinic is evidence-based. When you see the patients, you 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 will see it. And you can, it's, I, I don't know. I don't like that. Evidence-based. What What is that? Because in 100 years, it's completely different, the medicine. And it's completely different, the evidence. And it's it's not because we don't understand it at this point that it's not, it's not true. So. so with your patients who are oncology patients what Thanks. how do you understand the psychological as it connects to Ooh, yeah so you have in my base is traditional Chinese medicine and normal medicine and you can um and in my crew I have three psychologists and it's beautiful and um and everything is connected because it's difficult to get sick you're not supposed to get sick. And it's important to understand that 5 to 10% of the cancers are genetics. So 90 to 95% are not genetics. So it's just the way you're living, the way you're eating, the way you're sleeping, your environment, and the way you think. So uh, you cannot, you cannot, it's like, it's that, and that's evidence. So we agree on that. Um, so, of course, in traditional Chinese medicine, they go further and then they connect every single organ to um, uh, emotion or a suppressed emotion. Um, and it's really important to understand because when you see the history of the patient, there's no such thing as, oh, he was so healthy and then he has cancer. I never seen that in my life. Um, I never seen that. I never see a healthy patient, both mentally and physical, get cancer. So when people say, oh, he was so healthy, I don't know how he got diagnosed with that. No. When you go back and look, there's something. Every single time. Yes, (laughs) that's impossible (laughs) because it's difficult to get sick. It's difficult. Your body is built to endure and you endure a lot. Mm. But if you're not seeing, because normally the patients, when you see the history in the last 10 years of their history before the diagnose, you can see a lot of things in food, in sleep, in brain, in stress and anxiety and losses and somebody dies. You see every time you have something, it's impossible. 
Otherwise, you don't get you don't get sick. If you are completely healthy, focused, motivated, it's more difficult to get sick. And you mm-hmm. have symptoms. Your body is always talking to you. But it's not talking loud. It's smooth. It's just giving you symptoms. Oh, my sleep is not that good. I don't go to the toilet every day. Oh, but it's normal. I don't go to the toilet for 10 years every day. No, it's not normal. <laughs> That's not normal. You have to go to the toilet. You know, and then people say to me, oh, um, when I'm menstruating, it's, it's so hurtful. But it's normal. No, it's not normal. Pain, it's not normal ever <laughs> so you have to 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 understand your body and and stop with the normal because norm there's no such thing you know you mm-hmm. have symptoms and when you have pain and comfort is your body saying to you i'm uncomfortable even when you have anxiety is your body talking anxiety is not a disease it's a symptom it's your body telling you i'm not comfortable with something so find right. out what it is you have right. to find out because it's talking to you. Don't suppress it. Interest, get interest in yourself and in the, understand what's happening. Right. That's what I always say with my patients is like, let's use whatever you're feeling as a way to understand, to deepen our understanding of ourselves. So obviously Western traditional society, and I get when anxiety is so debilitating that it feels like you can't function, we medicate the symptom. And then in the medication of the symptom, you're suppressing why you're feeling anxious and why you're feeling anxious can give you so many clues as to how you should be living your life. Of course. And when the anxiety comes along, they say, doctor, I'm anxious again. And I said, what, what have you been doing? And they go like, what? Or what I haven't been you been doing? Or haven't you been doing? Have you been sleeping? Oh, well, well, I don't have so much time. And I said, (laughs) your anxiety doesn't come from the rain, you know. So something is up. What happened to your structure? What happened to your life? Look at your life. You have to build it in the way that you feel safe and you feel okay and you get rest and you get fun and you have a hobby and you get and you laugh and you joke and you dance and you do something that you enjoy. It's not just working and lack of sleeping and stress. Otherwise, you'll get anxious. It's normal. It's your body saying, man, I don't want to be like this. I want to live like this. Change mm-hmm. something. But people don't want to so change. So when we're, when we're in those spaces, how do, we return to, how do we return to ritual when times are tougher? And it's it feels like I've found personally, and I know... I think I I hear what you say about rituals and I also think about things that I do that are outside of, you know, brushing my teeth and thinking about goals. I've never thought about doing that, but I'm going to shift some things. But like for me recently with everything happening in the world, I found it much more difficult to sit in meditation, which was a ritual for me. It was something I really enjoyed. And now I'm interestingly, I'm finding myself feeling like I should do it but resisting as well. Um, How do you encourage people to return to ritual when times feel tougher or feels like there's that resistance within us? I'm a bit, I'm a bit of a tough doctor. So I tell them, yeah, I'm terrible. I always tell them, you know what? You have to do it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) 
No, no, it's just like you have to do it, you know? It's just you have to push yourself. Oh, but I'm sorry, push it. Push it. You push one time, you push two times, and then a third time your body will go without pushing, but you have to push it. Because if you don't push it, it 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 it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. You have to win that moment when you're just, oh, I don't want to do, and then you have to do it. Even if it's just for 10 seconds, mm-hmm. just start small, start small. Don't be like, oh, I'm doing four times yoga, three times meditating, 20,000 candles. Don't do that. Just one step at a time every day. The most important thing is do it every day. One thing. Start small, like nothing, like one second. I will give myself three seconds to breathe today, every day. Just start small. And if you're really tired, start smaller, but start and do it every day. The goal is every day. It's not like everything at the same time, good food, good. Don't do that. That's just right. stupid. That, that will fail <laughs> because nobody does know are there any other like little rituals you can give us before we wrap Ooh, up for today? I have, a, I have a lot of ritual. I love it. So in the morning, I always choose my word of the day. So when I'm in bed, in the limbo, I always choose one word. Like today, I want to feel or I want to do or I want to end my day or I want just choose. And in the day, you remember it. When I, I choose the word, when I get to my office, I write it down. In the middle of the, in my lunch, I write it down again. And then when I'm leaving, I write it down again. Just that. It takes me two seconds to write Mm -hmm. it down. Just to remember myself, what was my goal. This, it's beautiful because the brain has um, an objective, Mm -hmm. which brains love, the brain loves objectives. So it's really important. And at the end of the day, when you're sleeping, you tell yourself, what are your goals for today, for the next day? The goals, it can be anything like, uh, it could be I like to be... live from a place of love. It doesn't have to be yes. like I need, it could be to find calmer peace. It can be anything. Just make it short. Yeah, make I it don't, obje- I think objective. people think when they, I think people think when they hear goals, it has to be like something that has like a very specific outcome. Like my goal is to, you know, check four things off my to-do list. No, no, no. But it has to be specific. And one thing that it's, it's important, both with the words in the morning and in the, in, the, um, in the bad time, it has to be something connected to a good feeling inside of you. Mm-hmm. It has to be something real that makes you vibrate. Otherwise, it doesn't work. It's okay. not like, oh, I want to have a Tesla. This is just stupid. <laughs> Don't do it. It will not. It will not help you in any way. <laughs> so it's just. It has to be something that makes you a better person within yourself, and it makes you feel good, like really feel good. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing. But you have to find out what makes you feel good. Right. Right. That's a trick. And this is actually <laughs> something that I talk about in this course that I'm getting ready to launch. Is wow. tapping tapping into this essence of who you are. And then living from that place. Yes, for sure. Which is, That's which is, yeah, which is very different than like getting the Tesla, right? No, Cause then yeah. you start to manifest that life of calm or peace or love or joy or, um, connection, whatever word you choose. 
There, I just filled up a week for all of you. A week of words. There, and there you have it. Yeah. If you can come up with your own. Tamara, thank you so much for thank your. Thank you. I, I loved this. I mean, there's takeaways I'm going to incorporate into my life. Where, if people are interested, I'm coming for you live. Yeah, I know. I know. I I'm going to come visit yeah, you this you. summer. I'm so dancing. excited. <laughs> We're going to, you're going to show us the solid, we're coming, I'm going to um, Portugal this summer. You You will love it. Yeah. And you're going to have to uh, show me the ropes and the big, there's some big celebration I'll be there for. So now I have a friend. I'm so excited. (laughs) I don't don't do so much beer. What are my other options? I I, I don't eat gluten. So for me, it's just a terrible time. (laughs) (laughs) But it will be perfect. I will help you, and uh, we will be maybe we do something together here. Well, I'm looking forward to it, or at Thank least you. maybe I'll pop in your clinic and see yeah, you some of what it. you have. There's so much there. So, yes. where can people find you oh, if they're not Instagram. going to Portugal? Yeah, yeah, in Instagram, we do online sessions as well. We are 35, so we are a lot. Oh, yeah, wow, it's a big crew. Yeah, that's amazing. So you see people over through telehealth yeah everybody wow yeah here yeah huh. we do a lot well, of, yeah amazing for a long thank time you. yeah thank but you pre-covid pre-covid huh pre-covid pre-covid so great Bye-bye. meeting you have a good day thank thank you. you too thank you like what you heard today and want to hear more wondering what comes next and what it all means Head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts and hit subscribe. Also, if you could take a minute to rate and review my podcast, I would really appreciate it. Stay tuned as we continue to explore life, death, and the space between. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.